a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast Show with AJ Cantonzaro. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks to the folks at Fly for making this happen. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Go to your local dealer. Pound on the counter. Demand to see the new catalog and the latest, greatest stuff from the folks at Fly Racing, whether it's Baggett, Pike, Osborne, you name it. FlyRacing.com has got you covered head to toe. Uh, great helmets, great gear, lots of gear lines, uh, lots of colors, and uh, some special Monster Energy Cup edition gear as well. And of course, uh, we want to thank those folks at uh, Fly Racing for all they do for all these shows, man. It's great. Uh, also to Alpine Stars, the Tech 10 boot, the most advanced boot in moto today. They got a brand new one coming out real soon. They got limited edition colors as well. Uh, pretty sweet stuff, whether it's the Bionic Neck Support System, the A4 Chest Protector, the Tech 10 boot, or my boot, the Tech 7. I love the Tech 7. You guys don't want a booty boot, but want something that still protects, looks good, and uh, is a little cheaper. The Tech 7, man. Check it out, please. I absolutely love it. And also, too, thanks to uh, Maxxis Tires, MXST out now, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, uh, and also to AJ Catanzaro, getting support from Maxxis this year. So we want to thank them for that. The MXST tire is going to be putting it in some main events this year with the cat, among other riders. So maxis.com to learn more about that and uh, they make a lot of cool things including mountain bike tires that i guess apparently are the shit so thanks to those guys for coming on board thanks to fly race and alpine stars aj Cantonzaro coming up talking about straight rhythm talking about a supercross season in general his upcoming season amateur stuff and uh, lots more to uh, get into with uh, a real interesting privateer aj Cantonzaro. thanks for listening now it's time for the cat all right and now as promised to uh cover all of those things we talked about in the intro and more uh right fresh off the monster cup he is uh, a privateer hero aj kenzar what's up cat how are you man oh thank you for having me over yeah um thanks for coming by appreciate it so how come you didn't race monster cup mm. i've only ridden twice since vegas supercross oh yeah I, yeah so not quite ready for that yeah it, and it's nice to come and actually spectate a race right um bought tickets online really go in the pits, just just showed up at six o'clock and watched it like a normal fan yeah first and, time ever and first well maybe not first time for my yeah. mechanic jeremiah but right. it was just interesting being yeah. up there just you're like people are next to you are like yelling and screaming about you know guys in the track and you're like trust me it's harder than it looks right lady. And, well it's weird because you start to get those feelings like i'm watching the race and my palms are sweating and like <laughs> you it, it yeah. creates that same 
feeling yeah. of oh. like, oh boy, like right. fight or flight starts to kick in. I'm like, wait, I'm just actually watching. Yeah, yeah. enjoy myself. Really doesn't matter. Although I, I, you haven't ridden, you've only ridden twice since Vegas. I guarantee you, a guy like you, you would go out and jump everything on the first lap. Maybe out, maybe it would take you three laps to do the triple before the bridge. With the over oh, under, and, right. and then you'd be good to go, and you'd have the rest of the track dialed. Yeah. Uh, well, I just rode club last weekend, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, yeah. I jumped everything second lap, and then there was one triple in a rhythm yeah. where I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I'm on a 450. Like, how much gas do I give it? Right. And right. then it all comes back. Um, what do you think of the race? What do you think of the whole thing? What do you think of Savachi pointing and letting his teammate buy to get a million bucks? Uh, I think he should have let him buy. I don't know if he should have made it that obvious. Uh huh. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I also don't, I don't, I think Tomac knew what was going on. I don't think he had the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, cause he was looking over a couple of times. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, Joey looked over like Eli was probably like, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, he, he knows what's going yeah, on. And yeah. And while watching the race from where we were sitting in the stadium, I'm watching that screen and mm-hmm. I thought I'd saw that happen. Yeah. Um, but everybody I was sitting with was like, no, no, he just passed. I'm like, I think he waved him. No, by. he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Tomac was just, he was unbelievable. On a mission. I mean, it's 10 lap main event. So like, you got to get busy. Like when, <sighs> when he was what 10th, he just rides so hard. Mm hmm. It's so cool to watch. It's scary to watch. Well, where the hell was that at this Nations, though, AJ? I don't know if you were there, but no. it, it, what, it didn't go well. He he looked good. He looked like he was trying, but, dude, it wasn't happening for any of those three guys. From I, I, I followed it as closely as I could, mm-hmm. but um, I couldn't really see. I couldn't see the conditions. I couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I get mad, though, when Team USA doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah, you're like Jason Thomas. Yeah, everyone talks so much crap, and it's like, well... Okay, I think we should have a disadvantage at outdoors. Yeah. Like we race supercross yeah. pretty much 85% of the time. Uh-huh. Um, but we're much better than what we did. I think I, the track I was agree. the track was very different too, at least yep. from the the few video clips that I saw, like it seemed like oh, yeah. somebody took a steamroller and went over it. <laughs> but that shouldn't play to anyone's advantage or disadvantage really, yeah. right? No, yeah, absolutely. They're going out there for, for for the first time just like the American guys are. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast with AJ Cantanzaro, presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Um, so, Monster Cup, you were there as a, just a fan, hanging out. Uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm coming up this weekend. Now, we've been seeing things online for you, been uh, been watching in progress. KX125, James Stewart edition. You got some gear to look like them. Uh, Genesis yeah. of the idea. How did this, where did this come about? So... I've been wanting to race straight rhythm forever. Yeah. Um, I feel like it suits my style super well. I'm technically like I'm, I'm good at jumping. That's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I, you've been hooking me up with all types of stuff. This ah, year. Yeah, you know. You're the one who got me in touch with Jeremy. Some call me, the, some call me an angel. Yes. You know, some, some would call me an angel. You've been just, the cat angel you know, yeah, so you. far this year. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I even had to send you a Starbucks gift card. You did. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. Yeah. Not many off, not often do riders actually, you know, send, send things back the other <laughs> way, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so I called Jeremy yeah, and there was a couple spots left in the 125 class and I'm like, okay, well, this is a great idea. I'm like, I'll ride a KX 125. I yeah. don't know who's or what or yeah. how. Uh, and then when we said that, I'm like, well, I'm a huge James Stewart fan. Why uh-huh. don't we just do a two five nine? Yeah. Um, Jeremy like at, at Red Bull would have loved that by the way. Well, like, right. Yeah. So we basically, as soon as that idea hit, like we just started bouncing it off of each other right then and there. First mm-hmm. time I talked to him on the phone and right. he's like, Hey, I have, I have Stu graphics two five nine from when he was supposed to come do a video shoot at his house that he didn't show up uh, for. Shocking. Yeah. But yeah. 
Um, he's like, I could send him your way even. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. I'm like, this yeah. is early stages yeah. of brainstorming. What year is the Castle 25? It's a 2004. Four, okay. Yep. Um, so Spencer, the bike builder, is sitting right to my left right now. Yeah. So I sent... Yeah, for people who don't know, the cat came in with a huge posse. Yeah. The, the, cat, oh, well, I, the cat is coming in like he's Tyson in, in a mid-80s boxing match. For, I feel like for a private, I always have a posse with me. For a privateer rider, like I, I right. always have a good we'll, group of We'll have to do a seven-deuce-deuce deuce, cat posse showdown at some point. Yeah. He's also got one. I'm a tiny guy, so right, I, I need right, right. Some, <laughs> some bodyguards. Yeah. Anyways. So. Um, so I, after that phone call, I'm yeah. like, okay, well, we're racing somehow. Uh, and I had seen Spencer's bike build, the Roxanne bike build on, uh, Roxanne read, read meta. Is that how you say it? Uh, okay. yeah. His yeah. bike's name is Roxanne. Oh, all right. Um, and I'm like, this thing is amazing. Derek uh-huh. Anderson wrote it and I'd seen the video. I'd seen clips of the video Yeah. and I wasn't crazy familiar, but I'm like, this bike's beautiful. Yeah. Let me just send a message to him <laughs> on Instagram and oh, see what happens. You didn't know him. Didn't know him. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. Um, social media coming through once yeah, again. Yeah. And I send the message. I'm like, he's not going to respond. Why, right. why would he let me yeah. ride this thing? Yeah. Um, and I message, message Spencer and he responds right away and all excited about it. Yeah. And I think we got on the phone that day. And the, I think the, the reason he built that bike really tied together well with the reason I wanted to do the, mm-hmm. the tribute to begin with. Yeah. And we're like, well, this couldn't be any more perfect really. Right. Um, and then we started making plans from there. And I ended up flying to uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, to do the shoot at his house, which, if you've seen the video, it is the most beautiful scenic track I've ever yep. seen in my life. Um, it all just worked out. Oh, cool. And, and everything seems to do that for me. I don't know. <laughs> How'd you feel on it? Uh, 125 is a lot of work, bro. You got Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird. It took me a little while to get used yeah. to. I didn't know when to shift. Do you have a lot of two stroke experience? No, well, super mini. Yeah. Okay. So 85, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's it. Long um, time ago. I I think my dad bought me a. It, it was probably an 04 KX 125. Yeah. Uh, when I first got on big bikes, and I it was the worst bike I ever had. <laughs> uh, so I had it for a week, and then he sold it and got me two for the F. Yeah. So very little two stroke big bike experience, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I said, I couldn't figure out how to shift, which was frustrating. Yeah. I was short shifting it and then having the downshift like midway through a turn. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but once I figured it out, it's fun. It's yeah. like a game because and if you overshoot or clip something or yeah. stuff it into a turn a little bit too much, yeah, it, you'd notice it. Oh, yeah. It's not like a 450 where you could just bank off stuff like a pinball nope. and get away with it. Um, I like that style of riding. That's why I think the straight rhythm thing would be cool and suit my style even more. I mean, you're going to have to be perfect on the 125 yeah and you're going against 150s i guess apparently right yeah well which isn't ideal but then bowers is supposed to ride a 500 in the 250 class and i'm not happy about hammer's decision to let this guy in but he's doing a 500 yeah he's riding a kx 500 so man i wouldn't (laughs) want to ride a 500 but i guess bowers could probably handle yeah he's the bear um so oh that'd be cool and so do you have any interaction with Stu? you no, you I sort of raced with him. Like yeah, he was racing when you were. I've raced them many yeah. times. Uh, but never, never. The spoke only to time him? I ever talked to him, and it was a quick conversation at Daytona in 2014. Uh, I jumped the wall during the night show that no one jumped all okay. day. Uh, yeah. They jumped it during the day, but yeah. they changed it for the night show uh-huh. and took the lip off like the pre-jump. Yep. Uh, and I jumped it first lap of the heat race to basically it was a pass for the lead on Wharton. Uh, and I didn't make the pass, but I jumped up beside him. Second lap, I did it again, clipped it, 
and tsunamied myself but stayed on the bike <laughs> uh and I was the only one to jump it all night. Okay. And the next weekend, he came and found me. And, and oh, he no said way. He was on the line for the heat race. And yep. he goes, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so cool because <laughs> the king of jumping stuff yeah. that shouldn't be jumped. Yeah, that's rad. Uh, right. But that was the only communication I've ever had with him. Malcolm, I've talked to a bunch. Yeah. Race Malcolm as an amateur. Yeah. Um, but no, James, I don't he know. Just, I feel he like just, he, when yeah. on race day, I feel like he didn't really talk to anybody. No, I don't think he was a big talker at all. I think he's a little introverted for sure. I mean, I did a few podcasts with him. And, oh, you did? Yeah, and, I, and I've talked to him you know, here and there over the text a lot, not since he's quit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he uh, I just, he's a bit of an introvert. I think his whole life, the spotlight's been on him, and he's been burned a few times, so he just kind of right. kind of stopped As talking of to people. Have. You know, you, know? Um, did for, you did that Finding Stu thing. Yeah. Did you ever actually find him? We did not ever find him. Could you have found him or you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had an address where he lived in Orlando in a really, really, uh, like high end neighborhood, really nice house. Mm -hmm. Could have gone in there, um, and maybe barraged him like TMZ, but I, I felt like I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to go that far. Uh, my partner who, who rhymes with Schmadam Shmina Shrillo wanted to, mm -hmm. and I'm like, nah, dude, we can't do that. We can't run up there and like. Yeah, you especially know. now so, he has kids and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. So, um, well, no, it's cool. Yeah, it's... it's, it's what the heck is he doing? I don't know. Super rich, I guess, hanging out. It, he's rich enough to just not have to work ever again or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, he's got some serious cash. Um, I always find it funny, and I think some of it is racial. Some of it is James's own doing. Some of it is uh, the way he was. But there's a lot of haters about to James... Um, out there in the world and then people say like he was a failure i find that hilarious he's the second all-time winningest uh rider ever he has uh i don't know seven championships or something he probably should have had more yes he did crash out of some that he probably should have had but there was no head. one there was no one that would ever, in my mind, rightfully say he should say he's a failure. He, the guy was amazing. He won millions of dollars and lots of championships and the second most winningest rider of all time. And then, of course, all the things he did to amaze us. And I'm like, where are these people coming from? I mean, this is a phenomenal career. Yeah, he changed the sport. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, think about it. I mean, oh, what? Probably 03 outdoors, 04 outdoors, like just scrubbing jumps and going sideways yeah. just something as simple as that yeah. people weren't really doing that no. at all no. um i'm like the reaction of the announcer when he did it that they were like just awestruck that i don't even think they knew what to say um he just kind of brought in a new breed he was kind of like i guess when he came out like a little bit like the conor mcgregor of supercross like yeah. he was, wasn't afraid to like run his mouth a little bit yeah and, yeah which is cool. I I yeah. think we need more of that now. You see too many people get on the podium and I just have to fast forward yeah. through the interview. I'm yeah. like, this is terrible. Yeah. I mean, only person I'll listen to in an interview is Santarello. Yeah. I yeah love he's great. Yeah. Adam is awesome. Yeah. Well, if you watch the vlog, he's, he's just, he, he buys into the vlog. We're acting a lot of the times and he's fantastic. Yeah. If the I were to sponsor great. any person results aside, yeah. like Adam would be, I, I would go Roxanne or Adam. I, to me, yeah. Roxanne's also the complete package. Yeah, you know? Roxon yeah. is yeah. cool. A little bit more like comes off as kind of a punk. I He's guess. more McGregor to me. Roxon right. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is awesome. I mean, he tells his fans on Instagram to like suck his balls and stuff. Yeah, you're like, you're like is Honda good with that? I guess they are. <laughs> I don't know, but but no, um, I love it. I love the fact that you love Stu because uh, I've always been amazed at him. You're not a listener of the show, but Jeremiah, your mechanic, is so he can vouch for me saying over and over about Stu and talking about Stu and Stu did this and Stu did that and like. 
I just, I've been in the pit since 1996, and Carmichael is the winningest rider of all time, but he was a badass for so many reasons in so many ways, but nothing was as entertaining as James Stewart. So that, that's it. Well, and if you're a fan of the sport and you know a lot about the sport like you do, you can't really hate a rider. Unless you yeah. actually hate their yeah. personality. Yeah, yeah. And they're a douche. Yeah. Like, right. Can I say douche on the show? You can, yeah. Um, yeah, more than that, yeah. 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 Uh, unless they're a total douche like, and you have no reason to... I just respect everybody and their yeah. skill on a dirt bike. Yeah. And for him to do... And that's a whole other thing. When you're riding the track and racing the track, it gives you even more of an understanding yeah. of like, okay, how the heck is he doing that? Yeah, I mean, you're on the gate with him at times or whatever, and you're just like... Yeah, we're we're actually different classes. <laughs> he, he's in a different class than I am, even though we are on the same gate. Yeah, you know, I remember I, the first time I ever uh, raced them was at Unadilla. Uh, don't know what year this would have been, but I beat him because he crashed and took forever to get back up, and I yeah. thought that was so cool. But obviously, there was. <laughs> yeah. It's he's one of those type of types of guys where like yeah. he comes up behind you whether he's lapping you or yeah. passing you on the lead lap. Yeah. Like, so how old are you? Gonna go around you. Uh, twenty five. You're twenty five. How old is Stu? Uh, I think he's 32-ish. Yeah. 32. Uh, so Okay, so seven. So when he's 60 and you're nine, when he's first 135 Nationals, yeah. you're still a kid. Um, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I remember I remember Loretta's, his last year at Loretta's. Yeah. Uh, I just remember all the amateur Nationals so vividly. vividly like uh, Mini O's him jumping the elevator on a Super Mini. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I, I might have been there that year. Uh, I worked for Ryan Morris in 99 at Mini O's. That was probably and him and, and James jumped the elevator on a 105 uh-huh. or 112 or whatever the hell those things are. Morris, my guy, was on a 125, and Morris and beat him. It. No, I think Morris jumped it too. Maybe not, but Morris beat him in one moto, and they came together. And James went down, and Big James wasn't happy. And then I think the next moto, James beat him. But that was one of the only times that James ever lost there. And uh, I, I got screwed out of the Golden Ranch, by the way. I'll tell you. That's, that's another story. <laughs> and James was on a 105, 105. and Morris was on a 125? Yes, yes. And James beat him in one moto, and Ryan beat him in the other. But it was incredible racing. It was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 99 would have been my first yeah. year at, uh, at racing an amateur national. Okay. Um, so which which gear are you, what, what are you doing for gear for him? 259? Yeah, and so we're having some custom uh, pink. Well, let's hope. Fingers crossed okay. that it comes in. Okay. Yeah. Are uh, you, got, you got a backup plan if it doesn't come together? Yeah, I have just okay. all black stuff okay. uh, with still a bubble, right. just butt patches and stuff. Um, yeah. I love to run the pink zebra stuff, which hopefully it yeah. comes in. Okay. So that's yeah. I'll know so more. Like what day old. is it? It's Sunday. I'll know tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So this is this is uh this is the gear you've chosen to pay tribute to Stu. Yeah, yeah oh, cool. it, I mean, yeah. when I think of Stewart, I think oh three, oh four, yeah. him wearing like that pink zebra yeah. stuff, and yeah. I wonder if I wonder, highly, highly unlikely, but maybe Caesar the straight rhythm and reaches out to you. That'd be cool. That would give you a awesome. thumbs up on Instagram. Everyone keeps asking me that, like, oh, has he reached out yeah. to you? I'm like, I, I don't think he's gonna reach out unless no. like there's a lawsuit coming my way. <laughs> um, People were asking me for the video. Do you think he's going to call you? And I'm like, no, no, he's not going to call me. Yeah, he's no. probably pissed off. We're at his gate, pounding on his gate. Like idiots, you know, like yeah. at the track. I would love like, how cool would it be to just be on Instagram and see like the real JS seven or whatever. His yep. thing, just like a photo. Yeah. He just liked <laughs> one of the photos or one of the videos. That's, <laughs> that's all what, I would need. That's all AC was saying in our video. Just give us something, James. Yeah. Give us like something that you're alive. Just tell right. us that's you're why alive. The, the picture that he, Malcolm, I think posted with him on the couch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, okay, well, yeah. Yeah. He's, we know he's moving on, you know, with his life. He's got, he's got his family oh, and yeah. everything else. So 
Spencer's showing me a picture of Big James standing next to the bike that we're riding at Straight Rhythm. So it was in a different theme because Racer X is testing it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's sitting there holding up the 259 plate. He looks pissed. <laughs> he looks pissed. I don't know. I'm just, it's Big James. Do you know Big James? Yeah, I know Big James. I yeah. love Big James. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking this weekend. He was in the Moto Concepts truck. I was hanging out with there, and Sonia was making herself a sandwich. And, or something to eat, and she puts everything away. And Big James is like, "Make me a sandwich," and she's like looking at him like this look. And I'm like, "I said I don't that does that doesn't work in my house." And Big James goes, "That's thirty years. Yeah, it works in thirty years." I'm that like, is. "Okay, all right, fantastic, Hilarious. Big J." This um, year at uh, Minneapolis, at when the race got over, we were pushing cars out of the snow. Yeah, because we were like four cars deep. And yeah, we had to push everyone out. Yeah, he comes over. He's pushing everyone's car out with us. He's like directing traffic. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like, yes. why is he even over here? Right. James <laughs> just appeared like a yeah. mirage, like a like a lake in a, in a dry yeah, desert. Just started right. directing how we should get this car out of the snow. Right, okay, right. that's pretty funny. Uh, Fly Racing Race Rex Podcast. Uh, AJ Cantonzaro presented by Maxis and uh, and the folks at Alpine Stars as well. Um, so that'll be cool. Straight rhythm will be awesome for you. Um, um, it'll be fun. Um, it's cool you're doing the James thing. I think that's awesome. Um, Supercross season coming up. What's the plans? What do you know? It's early for guys like you, but what do you got cooking? Yeah, I always, every year, my me and my, my posse are like, all right, we're going to get started early on Supercross planning. Yeah. And, and it never works out that way. <laughs> no one wants to talk Supercross in the industry until outdoors is over. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but you hooked me up with uh, the guys over at Vortex, yep. and they're going to do a sprinter band for me. Oh, so cool. I have bike transport. Right on. Um, that's that awesome they're be... doing that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's really cool. They wanted to do it with the privateer guy, yeah. um, just like Maxis wanted to do something with the privateer guys, um, which I think is great. They're just a little, they're more involved with the fans, yeah. and it makes sense. Yep. Um, results aside, like, sure, I, I might not be getting top 12 every single race, but... I still think I have enough of a fan following and I'm always talking to people and engaging mm-hmm. and I think that has more value in it. Yeah. 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 There's, there's more to, there's not a much difference between a guy who gets 13th and doesn't do anything media and nobody knows him, and a guy who gets 16th, but people like him and he's outgoing. He's got good social and he's got a bit of fan base. Like I, I'll just take the 16th place guy over the 13th place. Right. Guy. And I don't think there's enough companies in the sport right. that really realize that. It's so result driven. I think it's getting better. It is getting better. Yeah, I no think question. It's getting better. Seven Deuce Deuce is proof of that, right? You know, yeah, and it, my like I'm being proof of that now a little bit even more with like having the academy, yeah. um, and that's just taking things to the next level as far as just being in front of everyone. Um, yeah, but it's cool. So Vortex yeah. is helping with that. Uh, then I just got to figure it out. Yeah, Are you uh, Cowies gonna, again. Yeah, um, Cowie, yeah. which the nineteen okay. Cowie. Yeah, it's really good. It's winning some shootouts. It's big improvement. It's the best stock bike I've ever ridden. Yep. And that's what I race is stock bikes. So yep. perfect. Yep. Um, the hydraulic clutch is amazing. Spring, yep. spring fork is so good. So you'll be on Cowies. Don't have to kickstart it anymore, which is nice. I'll be on Cowies. I know With that. Vortex racing, uh, bars, sprockets, and chains. Yep. And a van. And a van. And Maxxis. Maxxis tires. Okay. Uh, the MXST That's tire as far as is I a brand new tire for those guys. Uh, and again, I kind of helped out with the, with that deal. Yeah, you, you like them? I do. Yeah. I rode them at Club Max uh, the two days that I've ridden since Vegas Supercross. Uh-huh. Um, and I I felt good on them. Cool. I did. Um, so, yeah, we got that figured out. And then I always figure it out one way or another. <laughs> I got to figure out how to afford flights and hotels and all this yeah. other stuff. But um, yeah. I, I don't stress about it. Mm-hmm. And my mechanic, Jeremiah, is sitting right over here, too. He, he always says that I step in shit and come out smelling like roses every time. <laughs> 
I think it's just I, I continue to put hard work into certain aspects, yeah. and then I just truly believe yeah. that it's going to work itself out, and right. it always does. Yeah, knock, uh, on, yeah, wood. knock on wood for it sure. It always does. Um, how'd you? What did you think of your season last year? Oh, it sucked. Yeah. Um, result wise, it sucked. Yeah. But at the same time, like everything else was so positive. Yeah. How many mains did you make in uh, seventeen? Oh, 12 out of 17, probably. Yeah. Okay, um, and 18 was... Yeah. Five or yeah. six? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't ride that well. I think the problem was is I was way too prepared. Uh, yeah, I mean, who would want to... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard that from a rider before, but yeah. No, okay. and yeah. It's, not, it's a joke, but at the same time, I, I'm dead serious. I bought my own Supercross track. Um, I started preparing September 1, like riding four days a week more than I've ever ridden in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I had arm pump surgery. Oh, yeah? Um, Did it work? It worked from November to about December 30th. <laughs> and uh, it, I was I felt invincible when I first got it done. I'm, I'm saying I was doing, I have proof of this on my Lit Pro. I was doing 30 plus twos on my Supercross track. Like nobody does 30 plus twos because I just felt like I couldn't get tired. I couldn't get arm pump. Yeah. You can just keep riding. I'm like, I'm going to kill it. Yeah. I, I came into the season like confident I was going to be a top 10 guy. Which I know, I, I deep down, I believe that I can be. Um, there's a lot of things that hold me back from that. But I was so confident. And then the scar tissue started to build back up. Yeah. The arm pump started to come back, which is a that little happens. factor. Yeah. Yeah. Showed up at the first round. I think I missed the main by one spot. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Second round, I made the main. I didn't do too hot. I think I got 18th yeah. in the main. Um, it was a little bit tough to rebound from that. And I, I think I was just putting too much pressure on myself, and I was trying too hard. Didn't you have an injury, too, at some point? Yeah, I punctured my lung okay, and a couple yeah. other things. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I missed a race because of it. Okay. Uh, but it affected me for yeah. a while. Um, but I'm just, I, I need that balance in my life in every aspect of yeah. it. Um, I think in the past, I've taken things too far as far as not being prepared. Right. Like, not riding at all, except for like <laughs> a day before A1 and then yeah. going racing. Um, and I ride really loose and actually very well in those situations. But I, th- I think I need to find that that happy medium yep. of, of being a little bit prepared. So this year I'll ride a handful of times before yep. A1. Don't, the, I'm going to try to ride and train as much as I can. Uh, the only thing is I can't afford a practice bike. So I, yeah. that I'm just going to, once I, the race season starts, I'm going to try to get into as many press days as I can and yep. use that Friday at press day yep. as my weekly practice. Okay. Yeah. Not a bad idea. No, which yeah. I, honestly, I think that would add more value than two or three days of practicing on a track that I've ridden a yeah. million times. With yeah. Me. Anyways. Oh, okay. So. Um, yeah. The uh, so the the getting back to the Maxis thing. Um, MXST developed by McGrath. They're really stepping up. It's their new tire. Kiefer, our own Chris Kiefer, tested it, likes it. Um, you've been on Dunlops forever, and they certainly make a great tire. Uh, but you're you're happy. You, you, you're yeah. racing with these things, and you put them in the main. Hopefully. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is that people become a little bit closed-minded to trying anything else because Dun- oh, sorry. Yeah, Dunlop right. has such kind of control, it seems, of the market and yeah. the motocross. Yeah, I know they, they really do. There's a little bit of Pirelli out there, and mm-hmm. there's a Hoosier. Somebody runs Hoosier. Uh, Club guys? Club guys? Yeah, somebody. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but you yeah. get so used to one thing that you just don't. It's like when you're stuck riding a shitty line in the race and you don't yeah. want to change the line, <laughs> yeah, yeah. even though that something else might be better. Yeah. Um, and I tried them, and... I couldn't tell a huge difference, which I would take that as a as a bonus, yeah. right? Because you know the Dunlops yeah. are good, yeah. and if they're equally as good as the Dunlops, right. um, 
and I could be on fresh tires yeah. rather than riding on slicks. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so w- we'll see. Hopefully yeah. I can test them a little bit more and try them on different conditions. I rode them on really hard pack kind of California-like conditions. Yeah. But I'd imagine if it worked well in that. Yeah, no, the, I mean, I think the hardest thing for any tire company, and Dunlop was struggling with this a little bit when Bridgestone was around, is the dry, slick Anaheim dirt. Right. That is when you really test a front tire. And a rear, for that matter, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So and if, those are if the you're conditions happy with that, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're riding somewhere like Indianapolis, where or St. Louis, where you're riding on glue, yeah, yeah. I don't think it really matters yeah. that much, anyhow. Yeah, you're all right with that way. Yeah. Um, well, it'd be, it'd be a neat, neat program for you. And Vortex and the Maxis guys are stepping up so far, and and that'll be interesting. Um, something I've seen a lot of what you're doing is uh, you're getting in the motocross school business, but you're also bringing in riders current riders and friends of yours and different different guys to help out um talk about the schools a little bit and then how are the how are you getting the guys to get on airplanes on off weekends and when they're downtime and getting out like i'm blown away by that like yeah. you're getting some big guys big names to come help you out yeah well i think it, a little bit of it starts with i'm just nice to everyone yeah okay. so maybe I, think, I should try that yeah yeah it works sometimes <laughs> right um I just get along with everybody. Um, And and so I think these guys know that. They know I'm a good guy. Um, So who was the first big name person I had? Was it Dean Wilson? Yeah, Dean made it. Dean was definitely one of the first. And and with Dean, it was last summer. The concept behind having the the big name guest instructors is I certainly lose a lot of my profit on those days. But what it does is it will bring people to the schools that would normally never sign up. Yeah. And once I get them to come to the school and they realize that I'm doing 95% of the talking and the work and like, wow, okay, yeah, yeah. AJ really knows yeah. what he's talking about. They'll yeah. come back. They'll come back. And they do. Yeah. Um, and that's the concept behind that. And it makes it exciting. It makes it cool. I think it just, it gives my school a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, just, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it just kind of makes yeah, everything a little, a little bit, it yeah. legitimizes it, I guess. Yeah. Dean came to my school in between... It must have been Southwick and Millville or two nationals on a Wednesday. It must, I think it was 95 degrees out. This poor guy shows up, Lululemoned out, like his hair is gelled <laughs> and looking nice. I had a picture of him when he left that day. And Jeremiah, you were there, right? He looked beat. <laughs> I'm talking covered in dust. His hair is everywhere. He yeah, couldn't yeah. even keep his eyes open. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy, he's got to go race Millville this weekend. Yeah. And he went out and got his best finish yeah. of the season. Thank God. Yeah. I was nervous. I'm like, hopefully I don't blow this for him. <laughs> um, but ever since then, what it, it's turned into is when the riders get hurt. Yeah. Some of them are, Dean reached out to me. Yeah. Well, Dean okay. got hurt. He tore yep. his ACL. He's like, Hey, you got any schools you want to come yeah, yeah. show up for? I'm like, right. heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santorello got hurt and we had talked, uh, at one of the last supercross races and he's like, Hey, don't tell anybody, but I'm getting surgery yeah. once supercross is over. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'd I, love for you to no, do school. I, I've heard that story from like 30 different people. Hey, don't tell anybody. So he's just telling everyone. I think he's told everybody. I told me the same thing. I think he's told everybody, don't tell anybody, but I'm getting surgery because I talked to everybody who, who, who talked to the kid <laughs> who knew. So anyway, <laughs> funny, funny story. Yeah. So I guess everyone knew. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he comes out. He came out. At, I mean, Dean's awesome. Everyone I've had has been awesome. Adam was like next level. Yeah. Like, he's so personal. Do they ride? Well, Dean did because he had no. an ACL. Or, right. I guess Adam Most of them either. are hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I had Bichelli at a camp. Yeah. He was hurt. Uh, I had Amar at a camp. Pretty sure Troll was hurt when he came to mine. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, that's they, what it's turned into. Like, they, I'm like, so they're working with the students one-on-one, though, and, and I th- going off things that you said? Yeah, they so say? W- what it is is typically, especially with the guest instructors, it's larger class size. So we have, let's say, we have 40 riders. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one with Dean Wilson that had 68 riders, and it was way too many. Yeah. We still did a great job, but I'll never have that many yeah. again. So we have 40 riders. Everything we discuss is discussed as a group. Yeah. Um, so it's me almost more of like a lecture. Uh I will discuss at the topic. Let's just say it's breaking. Yeah. And then we'll split into two groups. So he'll get his 20. I'll get my 20. And they rotate through oh, yeah. uh, so that they can go to both of us for each topic. Yeah. Um, that way, too, like the the guest instructors have a, a good guideline of what to talk about mm-hmm. as long as they're listening to me. Yeah. Um, so it creates a lot less work for them. But then they do. They go out on their own. and They have to have those guys for you know, yeah. 15, 20 minutes a pop. Okay. They've all done really great. I, I have found, though, that... Uh, just because you can ride fast doesn't mean you can teach well. It's very difficult. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, it doesn't even mean me, anything. Right. Yeah. Even for me, I'm I'm very articulate, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm smart when it comes to a lot of the people in the sport, especially. Um, it didn't come naturally. It was yeah. very difficult. Like, all right, yeah, riding the balls of your feet, and then everyone's like, whoa, wait a second. How yeah. am I supposed to shift and break if my, if my feet are on the balls of their feet? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, good question. Never <laughs> yeah. thought of that. Yeah. So it's just breaking everything down and dumbing it down and simplifying it so yeah. that people can understand it. Um, where but. can people learn more about your schools and stuff? Uh, you're you're going to keep doing them, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah just on ajcatanzero.com okay. or any of my social media. Yep. Um, it's called the AJ Catanzaro Moto X Academy. Yep. I think I have one more left this season uh-huh. and then try to transition the focus a little bit more to myself. And that's all up where you live, up in... Uh, no, it's it's all over. Oh, you, you go yeah, all over. Yeah, the okay. one more I have left this season is in Illinois. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I've done some in Australia, Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, I've been traveling around doing yeah. them. So. And, and Dubai? How yeah. Another social media thing. Really? Track reached out to me and wanted to do it. I'm like, oh, all right. Uh, didn't know what some to Some Saudi expect. prince brought, brought you in and with pet tigers and stuff. Right. And well, that was the thing. I'm like, so am I going to be teaching like a bunch of Muslims on dirt bikes? Yeah. Or yeah. What is it? Yeah. No, everyone, I'd say the majority of people that live in Dubai are just transplants that are there yeah. that are yeah. contracted yep. government work, whatever. Yeah. So the track was owned by somebody that contracted uh, for military to special forces. Yeah. Taught the special forces guys like gun stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, you own the sandy, track? Sandy Hardpack or something like that. Like it, it was a sick sand track. Was it? Yeah. And they must have watered that thing all night long. We started at 6 a.m. Yeah. Because it was yeah. way too hot. Yeah. Uh, and we had to be off the bikes by 10 a.m. Because by, even by, I mean, at 4 a.m. when I woke up and had to get in my car to start driving to the track. Yeah. It was, it was like 116 degrees oh, and it said it felt like 138. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, these poor people, I mean, yeah. poor me, because yeah. I'm not acclimated to it, but yeah. these poor people sitting around in gear. Yeah. Holy smokes. But it was awesome. We yeah. sold out the class, did, did two you? days, yep. um, and got yeah, someone, a paid vacation. So someone told me, did you stay past the day and like hang out a little bit? And do oh, some of course. Stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone told me the Dubai national champion guy, uh, is not very good, but he travels around in the Middle East to races and gets paid a lot of money. Oh, really? They said his name. I, I didn't catch it, but yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's the local guy that's really good, but it, you know, not that, not as anywhere near right. a guy like I'm you. I'm sure he rides at this track then. He's yeah, got yeah. So anyways, and they said he just travels track. around and gets start money and shows up. And he's There's the, definitely no lack of money there. No. Have you ever been? No, no. no. You got to go. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing, different. right? It's like I, the way I described it, and this is a bad way to describe it i guess i said it's like the cleanest new york city you can imagine yeah not a piece of litter 
yeah. on the ground uh and it's on the ocean yeah and yeah. it's just it's amazing yeah no it, that, that sounds pretty cool it's like a for different sure world um well, it's cool that, yeah, like, so it's nice to see that these guys, some of the bigger names in our sport are, are pitching in and helping you out. That's kind of cool. And if I was a kid or the dad, I'd be, like, stoked that these guys are there, you know? Right. And we're, Create some and buzz learning. and excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um, and I'm also starting to grow relationships with these riders a little more. Like, Christian Craig, I had him yeah. do a school in Minneapolis or in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, I had never talked to him in my life. Um, somehow got his number, text him. Yeah. Talked to him on the phone a little bit, and then uh, he met me there that day, sold out class. Oh, and cool. Christian did awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and you pay these guys a little bit, so they're they're happy. They're, yeah. they're stoked, and, you know, like it's a win-win. Yeah. Thing. I pay them more than I feel comfortable paying them. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. It's growing well, the school. And yeah. You invest in yourself to, to build your own business. Right. You know? It's more about branding at this point than yeah. it is me trying to bank as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think long-term, a little bit more is important. Right. Race tech suspension and engines, people. Pulpamex 18 is the code to save. Breaking through the limitations of OEM designs, Race Tech specializing in high performance suspension, parts, service, and setups, modifying stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Discover why more top privateers trust Race Tech, guys like the HEP Suzuki team, and many more in the pits use Race Tech for their suspension and engines mods. Pulpamex 18, you can save using the code. Please check them out, racetech.com. Do it. Maxxis Tires. From your bike to your truck and almost everything with wheels in between, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating your competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter what the terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask the king, Jeremy McGrath. Nationals, just no? No nationals? I would love to, but how can a guy like me make money? Yeah, you can't. You can't, by the way. No. (laughs) It would be fun, and I said even this year, I was like, well, I'd love to go and race Southwick, of course, and a couple of the closer ones. Um, but it takes a lot of time and preparation and money to even just go do one race. Yeah. I just didn't Our have work, the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, next year I'd like to do it. Yeah. I think time flies by and next thing you know, I'm going to be 35 and be like, well, I wish I'd, I'd raced yeah. some of these events. Yeah. So I'd like to, but I also want to show up and be at least slightly prepared. Yeah. Last year I raced Southwick, not this past year, year before, uh, bought a brand new bike didn't do a thing i'm talking nothing no suspension <laughs> nothing no tires no sprockets no bars not a single thing uh rode it one time just to break in the motor a little yeah. bit and then i went race southwick national <laughs> and that was great it was cool because it was a i'd made it a game for yeah, myself yeah, to see yeah yeah and throughout the day i just got better and better and better i didn't qualify i didn't qualify through time qualifying okay. i had to go to the lcq yeah i won the lcq or got second in the lcq and then in the motos, it was like I just started slow and just let everyone get tired. And I was just kind of figuring the track yeah. out. By last lap of the second moto, I'm like, oh, this is, I need another moto. <laughs> I was just starting to figure it yeah. out. It's bone stalker, though. It was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Suspension. I mean, stock yeah. suspension at a national oh, is, yeah. is tough. No, it's, that, that's pretty amazing that you did that. Uh, yeah. That, was your back sore the next day? Yeah, because that's the thing with Southwick, too. You just got to stand the whole way. So well, that, I was and, just and doing your that. stuff's off and it's pounding yeah. you, you know? I, I was just, I stood, that was another thing. It was like, I made a game out of it. I just 
did a stand up. I'm like, I could do a 30 minute stand up moto. So I just did. Yeah. Just the whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're 25 years old. Like you said, you've gone the private. Yeah. Super yeah, old, man. man. It's over for you. Yeah. I've been pro for 10 years, nine years, nine years. Um, so obviously you've been a private for a number of years now. Was there a point? I remember you got a ride with a Honda team at one point, a privateer Honda team, two fifty Fs. Um, was there a point in your career where you were getting looked at or you talked to or it was close to getting on a real legit team? And, yeah. You know, and you missed the window and Yeah, there was. Uh I don't know if you remember the um that Olin's KTM team. Yeah, with Langston? Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand twelve. Yeah. Uh, Les Smith. Les Smith, me, um it was Futrell for Supercross oh, and then they brought on no, Freeberg. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Did I, what did I just say? You yeah. said Futrell. Oh, I I was thinking Cantrell. Oh no, yes. Taylor Futrell. Yeah, yeah. You remember yeah. him? Yep, yep. Uh, I was man, I was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. I was so dumb. <laughs> I was so dumb. Gone at your... I had the opportunity of a lifetime. Those yeah. bikes were great. Yeah. Um, the team environment wasn't necessarily the best. It was. Uh, well, Langston told me the team slogan was "We don't fuck around, we buy around." We... <laughs> That's what he told me back then. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Grant, I, I like Grant. Um, Grant's, uh, I like Grant a lot, but who, who I, I also it? don't. Who owned the team? Uh, Scott Witt. Scott Witt. That's it. Yeah, yeah Bubba Burger guy at right. now, now helping out. Who uh, forced Butler? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Does he still? Yeah, yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Uh, I like Scott a lot. Um, I just I, I blew that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we were flying there in private jets on his on his jet, yeah. and like I was just I was just caught up in the moment. It was it was another thing. Like I would go out there, and the team would be kind of say like, "Hey, if you don't." No, if you don't make the main, like, that's it. Really? If you don't get top 20, that's it. And, like, me being this 18-year-old kid, like, I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I hear some of those stories even now to, to riders, and I'm like, that's the worst thing you can do to a kid, man. I, I, I want to do well for myself. Yeah. Above anything else. Yeah. You don't have to put additional well, pressure on me. I don't think you get to the level of where you're at without, you know, putting in the work and, and yeah. you know, and making sure that you did the best you can do every time. And that would have been a really good, if I had the experience and the wisdom that I do now, then I, I would have been able to take advantage of that opportunity. And I think that could have been the difference between me getting a ride in the future and not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh that's only the eighth millionth time that an older guy person has said what I, if I knew and what I know now. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way. <laughs> right. But I needed yeah. to go through that. Yeah. I needed yeah. to learn it. Yeah. Um, and then that was 12. So, yeah, after that, 2013, I did it completely privateer on my own in the litter box in my old beat-up van. Mm-hmm. Um, got 10th in points. Got 4th at a race. I was top 10 a whole bunch. Um, my best season I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was this close to getting a PC fill-in ride, which, again, could have probably changed things. But yeah. I'm at the point in my life where, yeah, getting a ride, I guess, would be kind of cool. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, like, you're owned by the team. I don't like that. I, I like to do yeah. what I want to do um, and how I want to do it and not be told to be here and do this. And yeah. Yeah, there I'm is 25 years old. Sure. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't need that. And I don't need somebody in my ear saying I have to go out there and do this and yeah. perform. And yeah. I want to perform. I also want the environment to go out and have fun. Right. Yeah, there is There is a lot of that. Sometimes you hear things, managers or team owners and and you know, it's always the teams that are like lower level that don't actually have their shit together that are telling the riders this. Right. And you're like, yeah, uh, you're not exactly pro circuit here, guy. So maybe you should back off on your rider because you I saw a lot of it from that. Uh, what was that? They had that thing on YouTube, the series. 
Oh, Rhino uh, was training IB his, Corp guys. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch any of those? You know what? I watched a little bit of one, uh, but some everyone told me I need to watch the whole thing because Rhino was amazing. And, yeah. I, and I always forgot. Yeah. I love Rhino, by the way. Um, he came and did a school, hung out at my house for like four days. Rhino is a, Rhino is a is cool guy. Rhino is a very unique person. Yeah. Yes. But I think in a in a good way. Yeah. And people don't. Yeah. I think he's very different, which is, and in the sport, like you don't get a lot of that. Um, but he's right. If you sit there and listen to him talk, he's right about things. Like, and what's important, what's not. And I think he was the polar opposite of that when he rode. Yeah. And he was in the middle of his career. Um, and it's taken some things for him to kind of reflect yeah. back and, and now be the way that he is. But watching those YouTube videos uh, of that team, and see, whoever the team manager was, yeah. I don't know, pretty ruthless with, like, poor Costello there, yeah. Martin Costello. Yeah. You could tell this kid was a nervous wreck, and I just thought back to, like, how <laughs> yeah. I was in 2012. Yeah. I'm yeah. like... This kid just needs to like have everyone like let him know like it's okay yeah. like just go yeah. out and do your best yeah because he's gonna try yeah. I think I would hope yeah try. at least I know I would try yeah um yeah just watching even I don't know if they're just trying to dramatize it a little bit more yeah. than they needed to yeah but, uh, there's some of that I think for sure you know yeah but that's not necessary right um you've uh, been working with the collective experience yeah uh how's that. What is that? Uh, I know what it is, but tell our listeners what it is and, uh, and how that's been going. Right. So uh, one of my buddies, I grew up racing with Dave Drakes. Uh-huh. Um, he now lives in Milwaukee, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and he just has a passion for the sport mm-hmm. and wanted to do, do like create an experience for the fans where they could come and essentially shadow their rider, uh, yeah. favorite privateer rider for the day. Um, so for us, uh, we get to make a little bit extra money from it, which is great. Yep. Um, we do have the responsibility of having these people there with us, shadowing us for the and day. How, how is that? I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think how many, for times have, it, how many times have you had people? Oh, all, all the time. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and are they cool? Yeah. I've had some that are definitely annoying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, for man. sure. Yeah. I, no, I've, I, I've had a handful where I'm just like, guy, I got to focus on yeah. what I'm doing oh, a I little know. bit. Yes. I would never want to do it. Um, but then you have some that like, you can tell, I mean, the, it's just like, made their life yeah you know they get to go down into the tunnel um and all the races are around them for opening ceremonies they're lining up and they're just like looking around um and it's it's cool to see the look on their face when that happens um oh so they're down they're down the tunnel with you yeah so imagine for them a fan that watches on tv and yeah and And, uh chad reed rolls up right yeah yeah because even for me i get a little excited so i know (laughs) i know that that they must uh yeah, and it, it's just a cool concept. I know that I think Feld probably does something similar to it, too, but it's far less I, hands-on. I think Feld looked at guys like JT, Jason Thomas, doing his deal that's been off for a number of years, and Collective, and they went, yeah, we want some money, too. And yeah. they're, they're starting to do it, too. Of course. Yeah. They just started doing it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, figures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw Reed started doing one yeah. similar, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know how hands-on they are. I know I can speak for the Collective and the experience that I give the our fans. Yeah. It is. I mean, they're yeah. they're full blown like wiping the bike down and like <laughs> helping me Put with like work. feeding me and like yeah. I mean, they're 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 yeah. a part of the team. Yeah. They're not just sitting there on the seven deuce deuce hugs them all. I'm sure <laughs> seven deuce. I've seen him like yeah. I've been a fly on the wall to watch yeah. him with his people. Right. Yeah. No. He's a cool guy. Yeah. He definitely makes them a part of. Oh it, yeah. Too. No. He gets everybody he gets, gets hugs. hyped up. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets hugs and yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe that's why I need to get. Yeah, my you need to start hugs. hugging people more. No, yeah, people. Yeah, seventies two is a hugger. He, yeah. he just he's a hugger. Good. Um, that's cool. No, it, it's awesome, and you get a little bit of money for that, yep. and uh, the fans get a real good experience. And and imagine Dave takes a little cut, and everybody's happy. Right. Yeah. yeah and Dave works full time. He's an engineer at Harley Davidson. So okay. for him to to do what he does with it, I mean, it's a time commitment for him yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and we're even doing something for straight rhythm, a little bit different, uh, where the fans can go online and sign up for kind of like, uh, the experience just through this fan group that we'll have. Okay. So they get sent a bunch of cool product yep. and then they're actually able to like kind of watch a live feed of us from the weekend. Oh, cool. So it's just a little bit different yeah. and kind of have that experience from your couch, I guess. Yep. Um, no, but it's cool. And we have a good group of privateer guys like seven deuce deuce that do it. Um, myself. Pretty much all the fastest privateer guys are yeah. part of it. So yeah, and you can kind of if you're a fan, you can pick the guy you want. You just right. you can you can be like, hey, I want yeah, yeah. So that's cool. And I, I want the I, cat or something. I think that in the past couple of years, the top privateer guys have gotten a little bit more recognition than maybe they had. Yeah. Seven eight years yeah, ago. I agree. Yeah. People at least know who I am now. I yeah. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like five or six years uh, ago. Gosh. I think there's more media than there was five or six years ago. There's more podcasts. There's more. Instagram. Instagram. There's Facebook. more. There's more media uh, people covering guys, and you know, and I think. Well, um, you do a good job of it too. I mean, you talk about the privateer guys. Yeah, no, yeah. I've always always done it. I worked for a bunch as a mechanic, right? And so I know the struggle. Uh, I was there. Um, although you don't even have a full time mechanic guy, you know. Yeah. Well, I try to get Jeremiah to yeah. as many as I can. Yeah. But, uh, um, he's got a full time job as well. Right. But. Right. Uh, no, I, that's all my only job was was being a mechanic for privateers. So I understand the struggles that you guys have um so yeah i agree i think there's there's a nice um undercurrent of privateer support there's fans i feel there's fans that are like yeah i love the racing and all this but man i really love the privateer guys and and that's who i follow and that's who i care about and fantasy helps as well we have pulp mx fantasy right and guys like you seven deuce deuce if you pick yourself and you get in the main you're killing it for your for your quote-unquote owners and that gets them more attached to you guys you know mm-hmm. so there's a fantasy aspect of this too i feel yeah uh all of it helps there's it, no chance you know what i'm talking about with fantasy no i do okay. i don't know how it oh. works okay i know I, <laughs> ac is big into it okay he? yeah a little bit um your fate your eyes kind of glazed over like you're like yeah, i don't know what he's talking about but yeah like sure yeah oh, fantasy you know? i know what it is right okay yeah so, i don't partake right uh i have people ask me all the time or mostly just yell at me when i mess their <laughs> fantasy up. but uh yeah, no. no it's, that's it's why I think good. I think it's all good, right? Yeah, exactly what you said. Um, and and I think there's people that are like, yeah, Rocks and Reed are great, but I love those guys, you know, and and whoever those privateer guys are. Yeah, so. because if you're doing it right as a privateer yeah. and and just like talking to people and not just going and yeah. sitting in the van, yeah. like you're a little bit more, you have that connection with the riders. Yep. Where yeah. you don't have that necessarily with yeah. the big name guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, they go sit in their truck, they'll sign they autographs for an hour. They're gone. Eli, I mean, Eli is outside in public for 25 minutes. Yeah, and when he is, <laughs> he's sitting there like a robot, just signing those yeah. things, handing them, signing yeah. hand. He doesn't want to be there, which I get. Yeah. I mean, you're there to race. Yeah, you can't, you can't blame those guys because they see thousands of people and everyone, thousands of people want their time. And like you just said, you can't blame them. Um, but, right. but, but you guys, the privateer guys, yeah, you're just normal guys. You're, you're just grinding it out, trying to do the best you can. You know, yeah, and a lot of these guys are working during the week, yeah, and then flying out and, and racing a race. And Neggy's sleeping in his van in Minneapolis. Yeah, what about Josh Greco? What about Greco? I don't know. I think he just lives in his van. Yeah, doesn't he? I don't know. I, he's got that sweet stash. Oh, he shaved it off. I he guess, did. But yeah, but uh, which is a bad call. Yeah, bad, bad call, Greco. Um, 
Yeah, but somebody like them, I mean, they are fully relying on making that night show yeah. to pay their way to the next yeah. race. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess let's talk about that a little bit. I always said, look, it's tough to be a privateer. Um, it's not easy. But if you're someone like yourself and you can start getting in that role that you're on in 17 with all those mains, uh, 20th place is two grand. You got Cowie contingency. Maybe you got a little contingency from your gear company to make a main. Yep. And, and, Look, it, I'm not saying it's awesome. Feld should pay more. I've always I've been yelling and screaming about that for years. They should pay more, and they can pay more. But it's also not the poverty line, if you can put it in that main. Right. Yep. There's just the big jump. So you go from making the night show, which, what, it's like 965, but if you're even remotely competitive in the LCQ, you're looking at... 15? Mm, 1,200. 1,200, yeah. 1,200. Yep. Where a guy like me, if I make a main event... You're looking at closer to you know sixteen to nineteen hundred from AMA. Uh, this year you'd be looking at not, almost a thousand bucks from Cowie. Yep. Um, usually you know gear sponsor what five hundred to a thousand. Yeah. All in you're you're probably three thirty two hundred to forty five hundred. Yeah. Which if you could do that consistently, yeah. great. Yeah. You, but you're uh, five hundred bucks. But if you Oh, you know. for sure. Yeah, so you have expenses off of that, of course. Yeah. For sure. Your entry is 275. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and I've been one of those privateers that um, I work very hard to make this happen uh, to bring sponsors on board, but I also have a good core group of people mm-hmm. um, that are covering you know, pretty much most of those expenses, yep. pretty much all of the yep. expenses. Um, but still, I mean, you go, you go and make 11 out of 17 main events, great. Yeah. You go and make five of them, that's yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, you get hurt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's not it, easy. Yeah, it's a rough life. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I, I think for me, um, you see a lot of privateers that maybe even have better results um, that don't have that, that's, that sponsorship and that support. Um, it, you have to look at it as a business as, just yeah, as much as... absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. When that's you, why when someone puts you into the scoring tower at Indy two years ago... Yeah, Kate Clawson, man. You get pissed. <laughs> yeah. Ten, what? Not even 10 feet from the finish line. <laughs> um, so Red Bull Straight Rhythm this weekend coming up. Uh, we want to thank the guys from, from Red Bull, of course, for putting that event on. And that's good money if you can if you can get pretty far. And, and uh, I'm sure you'll do pretty well. Um, who do you want to thank for this, for this right. effort? Yeah. So this and this weekend, uh, it's cool. So this all the sponsors for uh this event are what i just was talking about my core group yeah so uh you know we have spencer that's on board and he's he's definitely a huge huge part of this spencer's got the bike mm-hmm. it's a factory 125 um when i posted it somebody made a comment uh said no offense aj but i think that's nicer than your your 450 race bike i'm like well no <laughs> yeah, kidding yeah. it's nicer than my 450 yeah, race bike. Yeah. this is the nicest bike i've ever yeah. set foot on um in fact, I didn't even want to. We rode on the sand for the video. I'm like, oh, I don't oh, want to yeah, ride this yeah, in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Spencer's been a big part of it. You know, filming it at his house, and he drove the van out here from Salt Lake City. Um, but we also have uh, Rack Racing. The Collective Experience is a sponsor for this. Uh, Mike Mototate Mike. Um, Federal Hill Home Theaters, which these are all companies and these are all individuals that have supported me for pretty much my entire theaters. career. Theaters. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, they're a home theater company out oh, of Rhode okay. Island. Home theater. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Need to get them out here to hook up my new stereo, by the way. So right. Get them yeah. Out they could get you all okay. dialed all right. in here. Fly out to Vegas. Um, but Matt at Federal Hill, I mean, yep. he just has a passion for the sport yeah. and he loves it. 
um, and he's a great guy and everybody that's in my circle um, made this happen because for somebody like me think about it you we're trying to figure out the 17 rounds of supercross that's mm-hmm. enough yeah you throw in one event and even though it's just one event yeah. i live in washington dc this is in <laughs> southern california yeah we had to shoot the video yeah. you're talking you know seven to nine thousand yeah. dollars for to, to one do race. this thing yeah um so it's it's hard to make it happen uh, but everybody put their heads together and, and we figured it out and yeah sure we we could probably have done some things uh a little better if we had more money but um yeah. we're doing it really the best we can and yeah. this is a legitimate program for this weekend yeah and hopefully if i can get on the podium uh i think the uh the payout isn't all that bad it's pretty good yeah that's yeah. yeah, pretty good my rider alex right just uh uh lost his uh lost his uh Got injured, so um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fill in for for him. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. Why is he two fifty? I don't know. We'll figure we were, it out. We were, we were yeah. brainstorming. I'm really, I really thought Filthy Phil would come out here, but when he started calling it Death Cross, I, I knew my chances weren't going to work out. Oh so. man. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if Fil- yeah. Filthy Phil that wouldn't be up his alley. No, I wouldn't. You should get him to come out of the school. He just swear at the students all yeah. day. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. They're fantastic. He, he'd be great. He'd be like, you got, you all need to quit now. There's no money. Could in you it. imagine how frustrated he would get? Yeah, you need to quit now. It's sports. Sports sucks. So that'd, that'd be his. But he's such, that, he's a teddy bear. I yeah, like Phil. Yeah, I know he is. He's good. He intimidated the crowd. When I first got the note, like I lived with him at club and yep. spent a lot of time with Phil yeah. every day. <laughs> he's cheap for one. Oh, yeah. He's super cheap. Yeah. So living with him isn't, can't be easy. No, no. Nope. He eats same cereal every day, I guess, or something. Somebody's yeah. telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Same, what, Ben and Jerry's ice cream every night and he's yeah. drinking wine. One beer every oh, night. Oh, beer. Yeah. I don't know if he's still on that I think program. he's on a wine program now. Really? Yeah. He's he's got classy, in, yeah. With, with the JJ maybe that'll money. just mellow his nerves. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Fly racing, racerx podcast uh, with AJ Catanzaro, presented by Maxis and uh, the folks at Alpine Stars. AJCatanzaro.com for more information on schools. Uh, well, man, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. You're here for the Monster Cup. You drove all the way up to my house. Um, thank th- you for having me. Yeah, no worries. Pretty Good luck cool with everything. Place. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I like your program. I like everything you're doing um, and uh, repping the privateers. And I think you're you're an example of a guy like we talked about that you know can, can more than results. And you, you're giving back and you're helping out and, and all of that. I think that, that that's pretty cool, man. So good luck with everything. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work, but we're we're trying. Right. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it. Uh, thanks, AJ. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. 
I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go.